0: Welcome to the Torch of Fantasy Basketball Podcast, Season 2. My name is Ke. I also go by kebabs. Two years ago in 2019, I started a podcast to win my fantasy league after playing for 10 years, and and I did it, but it came with an asterisk, and no one counted it. So I'm back at it again to see if maybe I can collect a second trophy. Follow along as I recap NBA news and provide balanced but nuanced insight into nine-category fantasy basketball. Who knows? Maybe I'll collect another chip. Hello, welcome back guys to another episode of torture fantasy basketball. My name is K or Kebops. Um It's the, the weather's like gloomy enough and uh, I think it's the perfect time to, to really start off this, this episode. Um, mostly it, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's, a uh, it's a, it's kind of analogous. It, it, it's uh to how the season's going for me so far but also in, in the fantasy world in general uh yeah things are things are going very well uh for me personally but also for i'm sure for a lot of you guys who have and are playing fantasy basketball uh as is the norm the guy the the man the myth Kawhi, has instated a protocol of benching and uh i don't know what is it injury management that has been pervasive since since the since it started two years ago i think and uh i think we've we've officially hit it's a zeitgeist it's a it's the official point in it's a it's just a thing it's just something that every NBA team will need to do now it's just a, a way to conserve especially teams that are going for late runs into the nba playoffs to kind of make sure that the people who even if it's just like a minor very subtle injury um are will still be healthy by the end of the season uh because it's gonna be a scrap to say the least as usual um my god i just rubbed my eye and it's super red uh (laughs) But anyways, uh, thank you guys for, for tuning in again. I appreciate you guys are here. Uh, and uh, again, you can find me in all places where podcasts are found. You can also message me on Twitter. Um, I haven't been using it much, but, you know, I check it every day still. But I, I don't really... Uh, I don't really tweet anything. I don't I don't know what to tweet, honestly. Uh, I'm, I'm in my own little... I'm lost, guys. I, I have no idea. This This whole fantasy season is just... Ruining my mood. Okay, it's not that bad. It's just it hurts. Alright, let's see let's just get right back into it. Alright, we are hitting the injury portion of the season and um of course I own like three, four guys who are all kind of a little worse for wear. Um and it it's just hard to predict. Uh it's just you can't really it's just like a it's a dice roll. It's it's okay. It's just it's just what it is. Let's see. Here, so we have I have a list of top 30 players in the NBA right now uh, when they were drafted at the beginning of the season um, And let me just rattle off some names and see if you guys recognize any of these. We have our boy Luca course Dame, Dame the man Lillard Giannis Atetecupo, Bama de Bayo, Jimmy Butler, John Morant Devin Booker Chris Tapps Porzingis Oh, who am I missing? And of course, the man, the myth, LaMelo. Guess what these guys all have in common? Of course, yes, they are all injured. And so if you have the unfortunate part, um, are on the unfortunate end of this, where you guys own multiple guys, uh, uh, those names that I just listed off, you're probably kind of hurting. You're going to hurt this week and it's just going to suck. Um, and my advice is, you know, don't look at fantasy so much this week. It's just, it's just going to suck. It's, it's, it's like one of those awkward situations. because Well, what, what I, I can, I can make a trade and yeah, if you guys swing any good decent deals, I, I, I say it's not a terrible idea, uh, especially if you don't see them coming back for a long, long time, it's, 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 it's how the game is played. Um, so if you guys can swing any deals, that will guarantee another top 30 player. Um, if your leagues are anything like mine, um, okay, my league's not that bad anymore, but I, I have been a part of many leagues where people will just, you know, scrape the bottom of the barrel, give you their waiver wire 14th pick for your first round pick, and it's it's honestly disrespectful. And uh, <laughs> and I hate it, but I understand why they do it, and it's obviously not going to happen. So it's just it's just tough. It's just tough. It, you, you're going to be eating those L's, and it's it's all right. It's a part of the game. Um, and yeah, I, I I uh hope you guys are doing okay out there. Uh, I own three of these guys. Um, I think two in one league, and then three in another league, and so this this picture really hurts. Um, two two guys I really wanted to point out: Lamelo uh, Lamelo uh, Ball is going to be out for uh, I think health and safety protocols, and then Michael Porter Jr. had major back surgery, um, and with and it's like major back surgery is one of those problems that MPJ has always that's what like derailed him at the beginning of his like rookie season, and it is what's going to derail him this year, um, and it honestly leaves. C- kind of a monster size hole in the uh the Denver offense right now without Jamal Murray, without Michael Porter Jr. um of course we still have the the big honey himself Jokic holding down the fort. Uh, it's really not going to be enough to to kind of prolong them in in their like their race for a decency in the fantasy playoffs. So it's just I I think it's 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 kind of a question of who on the Denver lineup is going to step up and the same with LaMelo, uh, who in the, La, who in that LaMelo world is going to, in LaMelo's world, <laughs> Is going to, it's going to take the, the rightful reins and kind of step up to the plate. Um, I haven't, I have a very clear idea of who already for the Charlotte Hornets. I think my biggest question is, I don't really know who on the Denver Nuggets is going to, it's going to soak up that, that responsibility if, if you would. Um... Oh, uh, so I I'm just gonna keep this episode short. We're gonna talk about waiver juice, waiver juice, and uh, we'll see. Let's see. Let's see how I did last week. My report card. Last week I called Alec Burks um, to go off, and he did um, at the beginning, and he kind of slumped off towards the end of the week. However, Kemba is still out of the rotation. Alec Burks is the clear front man for that team right now. Um, aside from Derrick Rose, who was going to come back here and there uh but Derek Rose is one of those players who you know has an injury history and we're not going to be seeing much of him throughout stretches of the season um so he's not really a long-term hold I think Burks has the potential ability to produce like at a high volume um and he kind of is everywhere on the floor so it's it's kind of a decent pick uh I would say I, I did I give myself like me like an a minus for that a b plus um, I doubled down on Danilo this, this past week, um, and I at the beginning of the week he didn't do so hot, and then towards the end of the, se- the week he kind of did exactly what I wanted him to do: um, good percentages, uh, decent volume of free th- like three pointers, uh, good scoring, um, no stocks, but low turnovers. So Danilo, double down. I'll give that like a B. I, I I really don't think that it was an outstanding call, but I still think that he will continue to do well with Cam Reddish out, with DeAndre Hunter out, with Atlanta having such a fast-paced offense. I think it's just a kind of a you know hand in hand. It's just, it's just I I hope he continues to to thrive because I'm gonna keep him for, for for just for a little bit. We'll see how he does. Um and then K P uh Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, I put him again in brackets because. I really don't trust the Rockets to do anything this season. Um, he did well in his first game uh, without... Was it Jalen Green and... Uh, and the other guy. Whatever. I, I'm blanking right now. Um, but uh, yeah, the uh, he did okay and then he kind of started slumping down and I think he's injured now. So I'll, I'll give that pick maybe like a C, a, a D actually. I, I don't think my KP chick... J- my KP, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. pick was worth anyone's time and, uh, you know, it kind of sucks, but it is what, it's what you get when you start streaming and you're, especially if you're like me in the, the desperate depths of figuring out how to save your fantasy season, um, streaming is going to be a, a key, a key part component to, to winning week to week. Kind to keep your head afloat, guys. Um, if you're try not to be like me, I, I went down one um, I, I I was down like three key players. Uh, I lost Luca. I lost what Devin Booker. I lost John Morant, and uh, I don't know how to recover. So those are, those are three like players who were supposed to be my marquee point getters, and if I'm losing that category, it's just kind of a GGs for me. I don't really know how to fix this. Uh, I would I guess you could trade. Um, but you know what? I, I was sitting at what fourth place before? Um I'm now at seventh, and I'll probably keep sliding. It's uh just a part of the game. You just kind of take your take your L's when you have them. But this week we're gonna be talking about waiver juice. Uh let's see, let, let's see, let's see, let's see what, what what I decided uh were gonna be my waiver picks of the week. Um I've I i do not really remember all of them, but let's see. First up, we have uh this week we have Oh so uh, the the so these teams that I'm about to li- list off all have about like four some have five games this week um and it is a very key part to fantasy success that you kind of measure out and see how many games certain teams are playing this week um and then there's also the the aspect of not picking players on teams that don't really need them in the offense or kind of um just generic role players uh that kind of can get switched on or off regardless of um how well they're like kind of doing uh yeah it's just it's just a part of the game um and so first off we have the hole the giant hole that Mello uh, Melo is leaving in his in the uh in the In the hornets offense right now um and i expect miles bridges of course Um, he's probably not available in anyone's league so i'm not going to really put him up as waiver juice but i have him on my list um cody martin is a good maybe waiver wire pickup right now uh especially if uh ish smith decides to stay injured um i think cody martin is a, a fantastic role player he gets you um uh he gets you everything across the board without kind of hurting you in, in too much, and he's gonna get you those steals, he's gonna get you those points, he he'll shoot. They they just need offensive weapons right now, and they have such a high octane offense that um it'll be just a, a huge benefit. And you know that the guy who keeps coming, Tsunami Poppy. Yeah, he's back. He's back with a vengeance, and he is Samokin he's actually been on fire uh, without LaMelo um, but he's been fired w- with LaMelo as well and so I guess I, I, I can safely say that I don't know I, I do still think Oubre Kelly is kind of a streaky player um, so at times he could just suddenly slump off uh, at which point the other parts of the Hornets offense will have to take over there but right now he looking kind of prime kind of juicy a little wet behind the wet behind the hands right now he's uh he's amazing so uh, if you have picked him up good job if you haven't worth a pickup he might still be fire especially with the gone. next up we're going to be talking about the denver offense uh those two guys are again michael porter and Melo are going to be out for a little bit and so this week uh i think it's best to 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 make note of who like now that we know that Michael Porter Jr. is going to be having surgery. It's best to kind of recognize who in the lineup is going to be getting a significant amount of the minutes. Um, So far, we've seen that Jeff Green and Monte Morris are the clear beneficiaries. They are eating Michael Porter Jr.'s minutes, and if their production can match their expected output, they'll be amazing for fantasy. That being said, they're not doing that, so... I understand if they're dropped i think it's worth it to kind of if you're streaming this week to kind of throw a little flyer at them they denver also has four games this week this will be a good opportunity especially for a lot of people who have dropped them to kind of just swoop them up they're gonna play a lot of games they're gonna do good um it's just a matter of if they make their shots if they're contributing on both ends of the floor they're really the denver denver is really trying to figure out how to how to fix everything and Jokic. It's still gonna be captain and commander you know captain commander big honey big honey Jokic. he's still gonna try to, to push the offense and and find ways to to utilize everyone um but until that is figured out i think these two guys are gonna be the the clear winners here um next up i i don't really like putting spurs players into a waiver wire pickup however the spurs have five games this week And so, if you're lucky enough to to snatch Pirtle off the waiver while he was down, good job. Fantastic. Because I know he was dropped in a lot of leagues because of his uh, health and safety stuff. However, I do want to note that the boy, POP's favorite go-to man, Doug McDermott, is also back. And uh, on paper, he's not going to be anything amazing. I know Yahoo is going to downplay him, but... Um, to Pop, he is a very clear focal point for the San Antonio offense. Um, like, he's not a focal point. Sorry. It's not, it's not a bad way to say it. He is a player who Pop loves to throw into a rotation because he does... Ex- he's like the, the perfect role guy. And Pop loves those type of players. People who get inserted into any lineup. And Chuck rocks make buckets from the from the three shoot a good free throw percentage clip um and just kind of produce uh and so with five games this week i think it's worth it to kind of throw a little pass on not pass don't pass on doug mcdermott get doug mcdermott i think he um i think there's a lot of potential there uh especially since pop loves players like him Uh, and johnson was also dropped in a lot of leagues and uh, i also know that he's starting to heat up a little bit um, so if you're looking for some boards, some points, maybe maybe lucky stock here and there, could be worth a look. Kind of got like he's got a he's got a young Demar vibe, you know, like mid range, driving, cutting basketball. A good player. He's just I don't think he's gonna pop off the stat sheet, and I don't think I don't know if you're gonna keep him for that long, but he could be good. Um, and. Next up, we have. Oh, uh, for this pick, I look. I, I'm a. I'm a. Personally, I'm a little. I'm a. I'm a Laker fan at heart, but I'm trying to keep the bias out of it. That being said, I do think Malik Monk is getting overpaid. I mean, underpaid. He is a phenomenal player, and uh, it's kind of crazy that the Lakers swung Malik Monk. But I think he's actually a really good player, and I. I think he's worth a pickup at this point like you you got of course you got AD russ and lebron doing doing most of the work but if you can find a key shooter that is consistent um it's gonna really help out the liquor offense and malik monk's that guy just nothing else to say for that um so yeah take a look and then last but not least luca and kristaps are both kind of Day to day, hit or miss. Maybe they play, maybe they don't. Um, and though Tim Hardaway Jr. is coming off the bench, yes, he is, but he's coming off the bench behind a guy who. Let me let me just show you. Here. He's coming. He's coming off the bench behind Reggie Bullock. Uh, who for the past let's say 14 days he's been putting up 27% shooting from the field 67% from the free throw line one, 1. 1.2 three points made three pointers made four and a half points 2.2 2 rebounds 0. 0.2 assists 0. 0.2 steals zero blocks and one point two turnovers. Reggie Bullock is ass, guys. I I don't understand. I understand that he's there for the, the defensive nature of his game, but like, I don't really understand. I don't understand why he's on the floor. Like he's just so bad. Tim Hardaway is the clear winner in this situation. I don't know why the Dallas off. Like I don't know what Jason Kidd's doing, but with KP out, with uh, with Luca out, these i don't Tim hardaway is just he's clearly going to be the guy who's who's going to be doing a lot of the offensive scoring i you know what i realize i have like attendance at this this week's list i do have a a bit of a a three-point a three-point uh three-pointer fetish going on i have no idea what what's going on with that i i really like three-pointer this week three point threes and points are i think they're kind of sexy categories for me because especially because i lost luca i lost I lost a lot of players who are key scorers and threes are a very easy way to get those those numbers back up. But I think the problem with three point shooting and just counting on shooters in general is that um, they they can be streaky, so hit or miss. Anywho, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, I love you guys. If you guys are listening to this, I really appreciate you guys I'm just like you know just seeing through and listening to me just talk about stuff so i appreciate you guys being here and uh yeah i'll see you guys next week this episode short um hopefully i'll be less sad because my team will be healthier next week maybe hopefully probably please just just give me a healthy team that's all i want all right uh that's it guys have a good afternoon night day night day afternoon evening midnight dawn whatever See you later. Bye.